usually I don't plan my meals out, but um, I've been trying to stay super, super regular uh, during my intermittent fasting. Uh, so tune has been really important. Um, welcome back to the <laughs> family crest. Oh my God. Um, we're here. talking about ketosis. We're talking about keto shots. We're talking about, you know, all those keto centric ways to quarantine meal, make yourself just all the more sexier. I'm trying really hard just to get through my supply of rice that I have. Right? <laughs> uh, and I have, I have, I have five pound cans of tuna land like lined up like uh, I would, I would guess would be right wing cops have uh, bricks lined up at an auto zone at this mm. point. So, yikes! That's contemporary. <laughs> that's 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 hard hitting like a brick, a conveniently I, placed stack of bricks. <laughs> I don't want to get into that, um, but. I have missed this format, and uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, Heavy Metal Parking Lot was uh, was a was a phenomenal uh, uh, offshoot that we had done, and I I miss it dearly. But I I do feel like that riffing is sort of what makes the show, and uh, it's a little more natural for us. Yeah, us, tr- us trying to come off as clinical and perfect every time was kind of grading on me i'm like i'm not perfect i'm a fucking idiot though <laughs> and i uh, i feel bad for my edits so uh you know we have nobody has clean hands so we go back to what uh what has fueled this fire i guess at this point which is riffing scene that's right that's right <laughs> that's right pour it in and uh, watch it burn, boys and girls. And so. as of recently, sweet, sweet Kentucky bourbon again. It's mm. so nice to have you back on the menu. You know, I was going to ask you what service you had missed the most uh, during the red period, but I sort of feel like yeah. it would be like me asking you what color is a period. Yeah. So synesthesia and all that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I. Yeah. yeah it, uh, PA really sucks sometimes. You know. Oh yeah, Governor Wolf is a serious fucking prohibition tyrant. If you really want to get down to it here at this point, like he just he wants to make every tiny little bit of alcohol be just as unenjoyable as his fucking. Uh, two o'clock fucking uh, uh, his service addresses that he's been giving at, oh at, on a regular. It's just it's it's painful with his actions. It's just fucking uh, pass. Yeah. Um. Six months ago, uh, it was an episode of Problematic Cast. I'm going back through the show with a friend of mine and um. Six months ago, I was talking about a bottle of Gentleman Jack being like thirty-one fifty, and I said it was expensive. It's every bit of forty bucks at mm. this point, and it's like, oh, thank you. Let's just go ahead and gouge the hell out of these fucking wastelanders now, you know? Oh, I don't mind telling you that I was a trafficker of my own provisions from <clears throat> my own little bunker in South Central Pennsylvania to um I mean crossing you know, state lines, boy. Yeah, well, 
you know, I, like I guess federal I, fucked me in the ass prison for that, right? Well, no, it's I, I mean apparently it's it's a very very old 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 uh, Pennsylvania state rule uh, that it's it's something around like tw- like twenty five dollars a bottle if you're crossing state lines with with it and that kind of thing. And That's um, terrible though. I I, I suppose. Uh, but it was totally w- worth it at that point, and it was a willing charge, um, you know, during the you know during the moment. And I will tell you that Maryland prices are so much more forgiving, and maybe it's just because they're expected to swallow a much bigger pill about how bad they're being fucked. Yeah. But you know. I don't know. Like I don't. I don't know shit about this. I mean, I. Nah, man, I'm, we're living in hell world. Everything's fucking upside down at this point. Isn't that fun though? Like, isn't it kind of fun that like you could just get kind of get to be pissed off and you don't have to really name a reason at this point? Because there's. You, did you see? Uh, fucking former President George W. Bush endorsed Biden. Now. <laughs> oh my you, god. You want to talk about what the fuck is going on? Because it's like. You're going to just get confusion votes at this point. It's like the, the enemy of my friend is my enemy, but my friend of my enemy is my friend. And I'm I'm not sure where we lay with this. As Democrats, we hated this guy. But now that he's voting for what, what, what am I supposed to think? Fuck politics. Yeah. I mean, it is pretty great, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's a it's a great time to be living. I'm not going to lie, dude. It really is like like. Because there's so much, like, misdirected hostility, like, put towards just the fact that there have been so many people that have been quarantined. And, like, I I look like a an easy target for just being aggro during this time because I've been quarantined longer than l- legit probably 99% of the people that have been quarantined. Yeah. Because, like... When I went out for my surgery, it was literally what? It was it was eight days before. I was gonna say it was no more than a week, and the shit hit the fan. It's like, oh, this is wonderful timing for this. You know? Yeah, and 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 it's it's crazy because like I've been sort of embarking on this as like from a completely different perspective, and like I sort of see it you know, disproportionately as a factor of my life, not a factor of everybody's life. And that seems fucked up to say it or to see things that way, but it's really true. Like if, if that shit, like say you were in the hospital, like, like six days before the quarantine happened. Well, I mean, and, I said to you, this just harkens, uh, fucking, what was his character's name? Uh, Christ, I can think of his stupid real name, walking dead, the, cop the main cop oh yeah fucking andrew lincoln and uh fucking rick grimes yeah just wakes up in the fucking hospital you know post quarantine and it's like what the fuck happened you know it that was pretty much your experience there yeah i mean and i I, but but i didn't have like i didn't have a lot of shock like to my situation necessarily because it's weird just how everything sort of systematically shut down around me yeah. So like like instead of having to like adapt and like understand that like my partner, you know, impregnated my wife and you know, now now I gotta now I gotta raise a nutcase's baby and stuff like that and uh, eventually eventually 
murder him and yeah i have to i'd have to murder him after he shaves his head um you know but But we've we've all heard that story already that is that is a i mean that's rhetoric at this point you know the rest is left unwritten or however that stupid shitty song goes (laughs) i i you know what it's so funny because like i that's our new theme song by the way it should be it should be tasha bedding field there you go something like that I'm yeah, not going to uh, fact check that right now. No, I that's, can't spell it. Yeah, it's got to be. T- I mean, <laughs> either that or it's torn. Uh, why don't we just. Uh, now, either... that's Natalie and Bruia. I know oh, that because well, it's on my 90s playlist. But... I, I'm going to ignore the fact that I you have, have a 90s playlist. playlist. I also yeah. have an 80s playlist, and I was playing it very loudly <laughs> over the CB radio at work the other day. Oh, my goodness. I. <laughs> You know what? I, I I should we should talk about returning to work. Um, uh, I feel a little bit like a fish out of water, dude, and I feel like I've been acting like a fish out of water. Um, I think that's safer in the post-COVID world, don't you? It's like I, I'm not gonna throw any radars up. Yeah, yeah. like I, I mean, I'm just kind of like living like my sort of still scared about shit little life. I yeah. guess like um, I guess I mean I guess that's fair. Because, like, I mean, again, I have a, I have a whole different, like, you know, I, I, I see some people, you know, pretty regularly whenever I have to go out, and so, like, I've become very accustomed to their their germs because, um, there's a group that is adhering to this, and then there there's a group that is like. You know, I'm going to live my life my own way and that kind of thing. And I'm noticing that those that group of people, um, they're getting a lot of ice cream and going to a lot of fucking new places on social media. And they're not posting anything about, again, uh, uh, what was it? What would I say? Uh, Emperor Pumpkin earlier, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, because Emperor Pumpkin is sort of fucking things up right now. And I, I, I mean, that's it's it's lovely in a Hot way. Take. Hot it is. take. It is. It's <laughs> it's super spicy at this point. Uh, but I do think that, like, you know, when we talk about, you, you know, how things are sort of like like reaffirming themselves back in, uh, in into the like like starting to feel, I guess, like like or at least assuming the new normal, uh. You know, there's aspects of it that you're kind of dragging with you, and I hate to break it to anybody, but the most normal that I've felt I've felt this entire time, like that has got me back to grounding, is has been the fucking Sopranos, and I just don't know how to bring it in any better than that. Like what, like when I got home from my surgery on March 9th, I started watching the first episode of the first season for the first time. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought you'd seen it long ago in the past. So no, I mean, what basically what I had done was I had, I had, I, I've, I've told this story. I probably on the pod before, but I've, I, I feel like I, I keep repeating this story, but I saw the episode randomly whenever HBO had a, uh, had a free preview on Comcast or something like that. I saw the episode where, uh, Tony has this weird fucked up dream where he is an outdoor fucking uh, a, a furniture salesman in Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like, and it is, and I, I'm like, dude, I thought this fucking whole show was about, like, the mafia. Oh, shit. And shit. Oh, yeah. shit. Of so, all weird, ep- no, I have never heard this story. Um, Of all weird episodes for you to just dip your toe into, it had, like, very little to do with it. It had nothing to do with it. And, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, yeah, Tony doesn't know who the fuck he is, but he's still calling Carm. And it's, like... It's a very fucked up episode and it has It's a coma nightmare. Next, yeah. Yeah, it has next to nothing to do with it. It's it's like it, it would be like if they let Aaron Sorghum do an episode of The Sopranos and all of a sudden like you're like but it's the first one that I saw. So like I'm thinking fuck dude, this is a this, I got to get like latched onto this immediately cuz this feels like a Coen Brothers movie. Yeah. You know, uh and and that, it was That episode felt very Lynchian to me. Just to yeah. hearken an old friend. Like, it felt like a Twin Peaks episode. Sure. Yeah, I, it yeah. felt so out of place when I was... I I started a rewatch about the same time you did and blew through my first playthrough about the same time you did. And then I think you've just continued, but um, I stopped. I started rewatching Breaking Bad. I started watching through uh it's always sunny again i'm yeah. watching last stream on the left which is free on the adult swim app i didn't mm. realize that so there's like seven seasons of that but yeah. yeah i've been filling my time with nonsense no i mean and that's what you're supposed to do i think at this point but it was weird to have because i mean we parallel watching uh you know watching the same trash with listening to the same trash and it turns out that like one of our grounding uh like sort of like parent podcasts that we both listen to is come town and it turns out that like you know stav and fucking nick are both listening or sorry both watching uh sopranos back through again but it was nick like like prior to this like he was watching yeah. it around christmas and shit and like you know savvy now like where he he's still scared to leave astoria um yeah the only thing blame him i mean between the covid shit and the rioting and shit it's just like fuck yeah i mean but i hate to say it though but the the one thing that i will say is that i i'm very very stoked about finding some of these like you know, some of these streaming apps, like, I mean, again, Amazon prime was like clutch during this whole point because like the, the the entire time that I I had no motor function and I literally couldn't move from a chair, um, like everything on HBO was absolutely free. So I got back into Oz. I started, I, I, I started watching curb your enthusiasm. Um, you know, I, I, I got into I picked the wire back up from season four, which it's still not very good after season four. <laughs> it's it loses a lot of steam. It's but. weird. Um, I started watching right before the quarantine and shit. I started watching. I watched the first three and a half seasons of the wire and I just kind of stopped. Yeah. And uh, just from looking shit up on other things, I've been spoiled spoiler alert on uh stringer bell getting his yeah but i mean that hasn't even happened yet but i'm still like kind of losing interest mid third season but i hear it's like the best tv show of all time and shit and i i don't know i mean i won't back that i won't i mean that's that has no no bearing on me to be honest with you like i 
I mean, I would put Breaking Bad ahead of that, like far, far ahead of that. And yeah, I would too. Just I by mean, based what I've seen. I mean, it might come full circle in the end, but I don't like. I don't. I never really loved anybody but Kimo on the show. Kimo was a badass and shit, but like, and Lance Reddick's character was cool as shit too. But yeah, Mac, but McNulty. Oh, I'm sorry. If we're going down the wire, you got to talk about Bubbles and Omar. Those were like the coolest motherfuckers on the show by far. But I, I don't know. I just kind of lost interest. Yeah. I mean, and I kind of feel like McNulty was one of those guys. He didn't fit in as like an HBO guy, whereas like Lance Reddick and Michael Kenneth Williams, they were they were on the wire. Um, and they were on Oz like they've they've made multiple uh, like trips up and down the HBO radar. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I think it's a comfort level at that point. And, you know, I'm sure at some point I'll get through it, but it's just it's so low right now on the priority level, even though, I mean, I'm so tempted to get HBO Max right now, you know, just with the, the with the trial. And, you know, it's yeah, I mean, it's it, the you know, to have, you know, to have the entire catalog of South Park. I mean, I could probably get rid of my DVR at this point. Yeah. Uh, you know, if I just get uh, HBO Max. So, I mean, it'd be nice to suppress one with the other. This is a unsolicited advertisement. Um, What's what's the big deal about Max? It gives you it packaged with other shit or what's. Yeah, there's um, I mean, it, it basically sort of ties together a lot like like a lot of this i mean it gives you everything hbo from uh you know from oh my god what veeps to you know again you get cur you get all the curb um yeah, yeah. plus plus you get you get the backlog of all of the hbo comedy specials you get arliss you know you get every george carlin uh that's pretty awesome which i mean yeah i mean I, I, we've talked about George Carlin's impact on my life and that kind of thing. But I mean, you know, to, to have, to have that along with, you know, any and every Sopranos commercial free at your fingertips. And it's just, I mean, it's, it's just the tits. Plus it's, it offers, if offered, it offers every, every video, I'm sorry, movie that is currently available on demand uh, through any like cable carrier at this point. Wow. That's pretty yeah, decent. It's pretty, yeah. It, I mean, again, it seems like $15 is like, you know, we should, you know, you should kick that up and probably just, you know, pay for half a year to start and, you know. And, uh, yeah, if you go to their website and insert promo code DFC, you should get the 10% discount. If that doesn't work, email them and tell them they forgot to sign us up for their uh advertising program it might work i don't know i'd I'd be interested to see if hbo wants to contact us now well their hr email follow-up is essentially trash it's trash it's probably trash probably a bunch of trash so uh the other thing i wanted to talk about is how important youtube has been uh since like like during this whole quarantine and i I, i've my mind has went to sort of a weird and kind of complicatedly sadistic place um in terms of um 
what I what I'm watching on YouTube, and I I we definitely haven't talked about this off camera. So like I have anxiety telling you this almost at this point, but like it's K-pop, I, isn't it? It is obviously K-pop, and and it's, <laughs> it's 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 a lot of it's a lot of Korean shit. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, like. Like how they make how they make grilled cheeses out of like pressed mac and cheese is pretty crazy. Hold on, you're saying I'm basically right? I was just guessing. <laughs> uh, uh, no, you're wrong. It's okay. no, no, you're dead. No, you're no, you're you're, you're dead wrong. Um, you're dead. You're, uh, you're super wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're 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 floating in the water. You are uh, wrong, and you should fucking kill yourself. Although although apparently there are some very virile cats out there that are. Uh, narrowly escaping death over in South Korea uh, during during uh, Korean baseball games. And I love to hear that they're shitting on the fair the fair and foul line uh, in right field. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw that fucking video this week, but uh, yeah, it's it's pretty epic to watch a cat uh, not only, again, not being made into an entree, but, uh, you know, being maybe one of the principal relievers uh, of a KBO baseball game. Uh, maybe some of the only sports that you get to see nowadays, which is, which is phenomenal. No, I, I, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm finding myself flocking to are, um, I've been watching a lot of, um, uh, basically WWE, uh, minor superstars getting their career ended um oh, uh, yeah i know like i i i didn't i i told you i was in a dark place i couldn't get out of a fucking chair i'm sitting here my brain is just spinning trying to make the connection and then you said basically getting their careers ended okay basically okay. getting their careers ended that's I, where we're at at this point all like, right now yeah. we're on the same page yeah so like i mean i'm i'm obviously um you know, I, I'm in on, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of the early rockers shit. You know what I mean? Like, I'm in on Big Van Vader, you know. And, you know, <laughs> if if we don't talk about Owen Hart, then I, I, I am not even a patriot at this point. You know what video came to mind when you said getting their careers ended was that video of, uh, I want to say... Scott Steiner on the canvas, Psycho Sid up on the top rope. He jumps down on compound fracture of his femur. You've yeah. seen that, I'm sure. Oh uh-huh. my god, was it his femur or his tibia? It was. It, it's yeah. the bottom one. It's the tibia and tibia. Yeah. Yeah, man, he fucked it up. It just right. Oh god, like that 90 degree angle will forever haunt me. You know. <laughs> You know, the first one that I watched was, uh, you know, there was an undercard match with the Rockers uh, wrestling this, you know, this mixed tag. You know, it was a house show. And uh, there was, you know, basically the guy, he didn't have he didn't have confidence. They hadn't rehearsed the move enough. And there was, according to the case, there was like mixed reviews as to who was pushing to have the move in the match, uh, whether it was the rockers, uh, and, or it was the, it was a WWF at that point, which again would be fall directly on Vince McMahon. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, whereas if it was the rockers, it was actually Marty Jannetty, uh, that was going to be pulling the move off. And, 
this guy wholeheartedly did not feel good about the move, and he expressed that as much. The move was okay for the match, and this dude ended up getting uh, basically he he fucked a disc up to the point that he was wheelchair ridden for like two or three years. He sued. Um, there he ended up with a settlement of somewhere around eleven and a half million dollars. The WWE made Marty Jannetty fucking uh, 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 put him on the hook for close to three million of that. Wow. And when you think about... Which is probably I mean, why he left. I didn't know all that. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, and it's funny because Shawn Michaels... This was a tag team match, and this was a tag team move. Yeah. And uh, uh, Shawn Michaels assumed no responsibility for it. He he was never even questioned about it. So, I mean, I guess that kept him clean for his long, long wwe career whereas i think marty Jannetty fizzled out uh what even before helmet became popular in seattle and um, yeah i yeah. mean um wow i had a thought there but then i started fucking uh youtubing i was gonna try to fucking pull it up before i mentioned it so it's not really gonna play now but um the Shawn Michaels song as sung by Vince McMahon. I was going <laughs> to play that first. You've heard that fucking beauty, right? Yeah, yeah. We oh were, my god, dude. We were trying to play that uh, during the Ian Strong episode. I believe <laughs> we were trying to we were trying to square peg that round hole in there. But <sighs> Jesus Christ, you're right. I might have even pulled it up then. I was on similar level of gentleman jack at that point what else do we got going on i gotta stop talking about me this isn't about me oh i also had this funny <laughs> thought about how um it would be fantastic if uh you know post you know post wrestling career if uh it, vader just opened up a hospital supply company <laughs> and just just because i mean any number of his i mean because i would have thought the same thing about yokozuna had he not passed away but vader lived slightly longer i believe than yokozuna did and i was i was trying to check and see if he did lit he's dead now apparently mm -hmm. he died in two years ago in june yeah wow. yeah so i mean it's it's funny how like a lot of these things are sort of like coming to me post-mortem for the humans that are actually still like, I don't know, like that, that, that I pulled off some of these uh, legit debilitating and career ending moves. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just crazy. I, I mean, like I, it, it actually makes me want to go out and I, I my, by the way, the other thing I've been noticing during this quarantine is that my wish app has been off the fucking charts. I, <laughs> I, I mean, I hope yours has been as crazy, but like I've seen things like fucking synthetic crack pipes and like, cool. and like, and, and like macho man dropping the elbow boxers. I am <laughs> click away from fucking getting those dude i mean it's oh god i had something lined up and you just wiped my <laughs> fucking brain oh my god right before that what were we talking about before the wish app god damn it oh, vader uh, people dying before <sighs> no it had something to do with vader i can't remember though 
You've seen the video of him getting his eye popped out, right? Yeah, of bro, I, yeah. bro. <laughs> I assumed uh, that was what you were roundabout referring to as far as career-ending uh, injuries and shit. Oh no, that's what it was—career-ending injuries. What would it take at work? For something I would be doing as a clerical to be considered a career-ending <laughs> injury, <laughs> because I, I'm I'm gonna assume the first slot um, in the description is gonna be self-inflicted because yeah. I'm usually punching something or jumping up and down. <laughs> I my first thought was um, you severing your carotid artery. Uh, <laughs> trying to kick someone trying to give somebody the big boot uh like i like a like just a livid fucking driver that uh, is angry about a fucking live not being done in 30 35 mm, minutes mm. and you just speak in my language poppy yep. <laughs> you just kick right through the security glass and it just severs that karate oh and, fuck and there aren't enough staples in the in, in the automatic staple gun, and you can't get the angle in right. I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> oh my god! Could you imagine the trail of blood? That'd be the oh. most fucked up scene ever to come up on. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure 9/11 was probably better than somebody kicking through. <laughs> I'm gonna need help with this one, Dutch. I don't think I'm gonna be able to pull through on my own. I think I got the tuberculosis <laughs> from that window glass. You know, I was gonna sit down and get this get this beard cut, but I think I'm gonna go ahead and mosey on out and see if I can't head south and find some. <laughs> Find some Mexicans to chop, and we can go Prime Meridian on this whole thing. <laughs> or not Blue Meridian. I'm sorry. Uh, it's Blood Meridian, but Blood I Blood Meridian. It. Damn it, God, man. That book, like, not to sound like Stav, but I felt like I was retarded trying to read it because it's. Did you ever read The Road? We've discussed this, right? No, we haven't talked about The Road. I haven't okay. read it, no. Okay, well, like, the book is amazing, or the uh, book and the movie are amazing, but the book is very blunt. I don't know how to describe it. Like, there's no quotation marks. It's just, like, a lot more blunt. It just feels like it's firsthand through Dad's eyes, and it just makes it, like, a weird narrative. Mm. So Blood Meridian is, like, 100% more dry than that. So it was just like, I can't read this. It's like reading history or something. I can't do this. Yeah, I mean, again, and just just so you guys understand, like, the reference here, um, uh, there was a <laughs> there was a point where in Comtown, Nick Mullen wished that they had patched Blood Meridian into Red Dead Redemption 2 to where, like, if you just rode far enough, away from all of the other things and you went away from all of the hunts and like all, like you were just exploring you were just expansioning at that point that you would run into enough natives and you could just start scalping natives and it's pretty busted i mean the the, the reference really only hits people on the uh, on the on the spectrum i do believe i think you're um, right but at the same time, it, it's it's the only reason that it came up at this point. Also, and, we're both highly suspect of that. So. Well, we we are we are, and and we were talking about uh, at least career threatening injuries, and uh, threatening injuries would be like uh, 
Pepsi plunge off of the filing cabinets onto my desk, perhaps, would do it. I think that could be career-ending if I hit the desk just right. Well, I will tell you that I have been told that I can deliver a serious, uh, like, a serious edge-style spear. So, I mean, like, from from one bad neck guy to another, like, you could be Kurt Angle, and I can, I can be, what's his name, Adam, Adam, it's Adam, it's not not Adam Scott, is it? It's Adam I wanted to say Adam Goldberg, and I know that's wrong. Yeah, Uh, it's, Adam. Copeland. Adam Copeland, that's exactly <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. That's I didn't even look it up. It just came into my periphery. Um that's, that's fucking crazy. I'm just imagining you spearing me off of my filing cabinets through the desk, and then we <laughs> both end up in on a fucking gurney. Well, we uh, there's a, there's of course a piece of scotch tape uh holding down the transmit button. Um, so the entire thing is just coming across the radio because <laughs> the, the riffs and the pain all have to be just as audible as it could get. But the, here's where the fucking long con comes in, though, because uh, nobody will be in the room when the quote unquote fight goes down. But this is just our way to get rolled out on the amicable like, you know, so people come in. And they think we were fighting, but we're going to the hospital to get out of work. And uh, we say, no, nah, man, we're friends. And we're like holding hands across the gurneys because we're like friends. And they they understand that. And then they look for a third party that never existed. Ooh. Or we could patsy the <laughs> fuck out of somebody that we just really are not into. And they're just <laughs> are really yeah, wicked, unchill. Yeah, it was this unchill bloke over yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, honestly, like, I mean, I, I, I love my. <laughs> oh, yeah, buddy, we're going to have to cut that. Yeah. Um, I, I, I. <laughs> I do love my boys and everything like that, but I mean, your your five finger death punch fans are going to be really, really high on the list, super high on the list. So I really hope you guys are not Ivan Moody fans. Um, aside from that, uh, oh, oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, tell me what you really think. Uh, yeah, since, since firewall talk- behavior. <laughs> since we since we uh last discussed anything like this on this forum um asking alexandria put out a new album and i on principle am afraid to listen to it as you should be as yeah. you should i have thoroughly distanced myself from them i i'm starting to do it with uh with cory taylor and everything he's doing too because he's just He's flooding my entire fucking feed on Amazon Music, and I okay. just – I can't get on board with it, man. Like, it's just – I mean, I find myself retracting and, like, just kind of – Okay, now, here's the pop quiz. Do you know the female equivalent of Corey Taylor? She's in everything. Uh, fuck. Um – I want to say Amy Lee. Nah, maybe uh, 10 years ago. I think it's Lizzie Hale for the last 10 years. Yeah, so I'll give like, you Lizzie Hale. Oh yeah. my God, just shut up, Lizzie Hale. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you Lizzie Hale, dude. Man, fuck. I'm so disappointed because I I miss Pop Quiz like you wouldn't fucking believe. And <laughs> like, I, I did. I Because I, 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 I had... I, I, 
Pop quiz, asshole. <laughs> fucker, I knew you had one, too. I knew you did. Like, like even when I went back up to get my fucking earbuds, I was like, he's going to have something for me. I was like, yeah, you, gotta, you uh, need to was, be sharp. That was uh, that was not necessarily the typical pop quiz, because that had a finite answer. But yeah. well, but you got to be sharp, though. I mean... The finite uh, answer. What the hell were you saying before I so rudely cut you off? Because uh, that, that was rude, like Stephanie Tanner would say. Oh, please. Uh, no, it's okay. I think a chunk of that is going to have to end up being edited anyways. But that's that's <laughs> that's all on the up and up anyways. What but... are you afraid of, Full House? <laughs> Fuck you, John Stamos. I don't care. Oh, my God. Um, look, speaking of things to be afraid of, um, one thing that I'm not afraid to say anymore is there's a lot of seriously fucking unchill people that I have thoroughly distanced myself from since, yeah. since, since some of this stuff has happened. Yeah. And, I agree. and hard right turn there, bud. Take the yeah, fucking room. Down. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, man. Like, I mean, no, but for like, real, no like, joke. Like, I, I mean, I, I hate this, you know, I, I, I do, I hate to fucking set the tone of the room and shit, but it's like, you know, I, like, I was talking earlier about how, like, you know, a lot of there's a lot of blame being put on the fucking the quarantine and having it be like the sole reason that that people are just so up in arms and that kind of thing. And I like if that's the case, then what are uh, LP and Killer Mike's reason for going so fucking hard right now and dropping a new goddamn album that is so hard and it, it might be. Like, if you guys aren't, haven't heard the new Run the Jewels album, it is fucking stupid. And, like, I, I, I shared a track with you that isn't even on that album. But, I mean, I, the fact of the matter is, is the quarantine fucked up a, a an opportunity for me to go see them in Arizona. Uh, because Run the Jewels was going to be opening for Rage Against the Machine ah. during that fucking border tour. Shit. And, yeah, and it it it's and like it's got me it's got me pissed off as a fucking as as a guy that was pissed off like for the better part of like since I've been double digits I've been pretty fucking mad about shit yeah. and like I mean I just don't know like I mean and it's 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 sort of surreal to me because I want to see just how many people are fucking transparent about this shit like like I I kind of want to start real life in people because i don't i mean i'm not a guy that that like wants to put the spotlight on people until you kind of become sort of outspoken about some shit yeah like so like i'll go into a starbucks and i want to see if you bitch if you wait for like a minute and a half for your fucking drink and i'm like well shit dude i mean could you stand another 815 on your stomach or uh, sorry another seven seven and a half minutes on your stomach while you get fucking you know, yeah. like while you take your last breath. I mean, yeah. it's just like again, it's a lot of trash behavior from from both sides, and like I gotta see who's fucking genuine about this. And I, I mean, I, I I'll be the first to tell you, man. I mean, I'm proud as fuck of my fuck uh, of my family, dude, because like my wife and my kid are going to a, a a demonstration that I can't make because I work. They're going on Saturday at five, man, and yeah. like I'm, I'm proud as fuck that they're going. Like, and it's it's just one of those things where, I, if you don't have an opinion, your fucking silence is betrayal. 
and and no, and this is a very uh, white privilege opinion and everything because I don't feel it personally. But why do we still have to be having this conversation in 2020? Why are people so goddamn hateful? I don't understand. It it's just it's learned behavior, and until people start stop teaching hatred to the next generation it's just going to continue forever you know well i mean at this point you know whenever you have james mattis like accuse trump of basically being hitler-esque earlier this week i mean that's a that's quite a name accusing the guy of basically i mean just just driving the like the insensitivity bus straight down main street of every single town in every single state of this entire fucking country. Yeah. And you know, it's, it, it sort of puts, it puts other people like sort of in an unfair light where I I mean, and you know, everybody's heard the comparisons and stuff like that, where like all lives matter sort of sounds like, you know, if you're at a fucking Eminem camp, you know, like an Eminem uh, convention and somebody says all candy matters, like it's you're missing the fucking point. It's it, it, it's it's not apples and oranges at this point. It's just understanding that the shit has been busted for so fucking long and there hasn't been an entertained party to fucking help figure this out. And it pisses the the you know, the entertained uh, voting uh you know, sort of like pull off because Joe Biden doesn't necessarily create a, a, a an altogether reassuring Same. sort of <laughs> yeah sort of counterpoint to it. It's yeah. just I, you just you don't you don't know what to do with the information um, other other than be pissed off with it. And that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at, dude. I mean, it's yeah. you know like. I, I don't know. Like I, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to use the show as a forum, but like, like the the riffs were bound to come out at this point. I mean, there's too much shit that's just straight driven by ignorance and racism and fucking just missing the entire fucking point as yeah. a as a as a white conglomerate. Like, you know, yeah. and it's 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 busted. The system's busted, and like and like you know, understanding that you can't relate is the fucking start of it. And, you know, if you can't get on board with the new politics, get on board with the old politics, because fucking like Martin Luther King was talking about this shit a a half a century ago, dude. Yep. And it's it's all still as fucked up as it was, man. I mean, and it's it's hitting everything. So, you know, like as, as a podcast, you know, you don't expect people to grow from your words. But I mean, just listen. I mean, and listen to the, know, know that you might not know shit right now, you know? Yeah. Because I don't know shit. I mean, I learn every fucking day. And, you know. Yeah, I like, make it my point, too. Yeah. You know, like, um, real talk, Jason and I pretty much needed a week off as, after this, uh, this whole Floyd thing and everything. You know, we did an episode like, basically the day after it happened and like just poured our guts out and had a couple people that we never even knew obviously didn't listen to the episode or something calling us names 
not very becoming of civil society, you know, and it's just it's funny to me. I feel like if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem, any side of any debate, you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's one of those things now, it's like, it's like you don't even have to, like, it's not political. It's not even driven by anything. It's just being a decent fucking human. Yeah. Like, it's just about literally, like, understanding that we all bleed the same fucking blood. And the only reason I brought up Run the Jewels is because, like, I, I you know, I showed a, I showed you that fucking video. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's not even a new track, man. Um, I assumed it was because that was like the first track I ever heard by them. Yeah, I dug it, but I mean, it has Zach De La Roca in it, so well, I, yeah, you know, right. I mean, Zach's and, the beat, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, you know, I I don't I I don't have I don't remember the name the exact name of the track. I I think uh, uh, the the end of it is like it's it's something means fuck uh you know it, 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 it at the tail end of it but like it's basically it, it's a it, it's it's a it's a young black kid and a cop just wrestling the entire fucking video the entire video it's four and a half minutes long and they're wrestling in the streets and they're wrestling uh you know on the curb and you know there's chokeholds and there's fucking tear gas and they both end up extinguishing the fucking tear gas like uh, with the same gallon of milk and they're they're beating the shit of each other beating the shit out of each other climbing up a set of steps and they get to the top of the steps and they get to this room and they both end up in the same fucking bed and like if that shit doesn't land like in in what's going on right now where like where like i mean the symbolism like i i I swear to god they could have they could have said we made this video two days ago yeah, and it would have fit like a fuck like Cinderella's fucking glass. Nah, dude, I went I went to look it up, and it's like that's two albums ago. What the fuck? When you sent it to me, it I assumed it was not retaliation, but in response to the whole George Floyd thing and all that, you know. And yeah. you know, I, I it's Christ, it's been the same relevant conversation that's been being had since days long ago. And it just keeps going on, you know? Yeah, and I don't want people to flood. You know, I'd I, I love to see you guys email. Obviously, you know, if you guys have, you know, support, if you guys if you guys have opinions on it, again, email us at dfcpod at gmail.com. Um, you know, we're we're trying to be a vehicle for fucking peace. And, like, anymore, I think it's just about like taking the emphasis off of yourself and your understanding and trying to just absolutely superimpose what the fuck is going on and just like, don't live in somebody else's shoes, but just understand that you haven't. And that's, that's so, that's so resonating in, in 2020 because we're already in fucking unprecedented times. Like why do you have to input something that, doesn't feel necessarily genuine and maybe it doesn't completely speak to your character. Like, uh, there's a lot of sports teams that are struggling with this shit right now. Like where they're, they're coming, like coming upon a lot of criticisms for not saying the right things. And it's because the shit's unprecedented. And 
There's yeah. no rule book right now at all. No, of course not. I mean, it, you, and, and like, I mean, you know, not to put a specific character on on blast, but like, uh, maybe one of the most likable characters in the NFL, fucking Drew Brees, is like hearing his name basically being cursed out in the streets of New Orleans right now. And he is absolutely the consummate fucking what you think of a captain and what you think of like leadership in a sports team is he's he sort of embodies it. But for some but for some reason, he's tone deaf on this. And that's where you can find yourself because we live in these fucking unprecedented times. So, again, if you don't think you're you understand this, the, the you know, the stance, you don't understand the response here, you know, like just sit this like sit it out or you know educate yourself or you know i i i even hate to tell you to sit it out because again that's that's you're part of the problem if you're sitting it out and i just i don't know man it's 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 been a very very trying um sort of non-riff period for dfc too because um uh we almost like if we didn't do a show that at least spoke in part on this we kind of come off as tone deaf and we don't want to do that Mm, either yeah yeah we're cognizant (sighs) of what's going on we've been trying to repress it but (laughs) yeah and you know again like i said we're not you know it's it it sort of it's kind of being painted as the positive thing to do but like the wrong people are are fucking painting it as the positive thing to do like the positive thing is to fucking understand like like be smarter about the situation like that's positivity at this point but it's like not knowing like knowing that you don't know shit is the most positive thing that you can say about things right now and i think that's that's uh that's something that people aren't like they're less comfortable saying that than being able to post something that again comes off really fucking tone deaf because you can just channel that shit out you know, like oh, the people, yeah. the people that you can reach are the people that are like, you know, I'm, I'm sort of like, I'm sort of stuck and you what but I mean, but there's no reason to be, they're really legit. There's no reason to be stuck in this whole thing, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, again, just be a fucking human and you'll probably feel pretty good at the end of the day. I mean, that's the only way to be in my opinion, but yeah, I man. guess I was raised different than a lot because I've seen a lot of fucking venom lately. And it's on the wrong side where there shouldn't be any venom allowed anymore, you know? Well, and I thought about, like, I thought about that, like, that sort of feeling, that nature versus nurture kind of thing. Because I realized that, you know, one of the people that I would end up having to probably run through is, you know, like, a guy like, you know, like, a lot of my dad's friends were that way. You know, yeah. like growing up, I ran across a lot of those cats, man. A lot of fucking, a lot of pickup trucks, a lot of, a lot of lift kits, and a, yep. a, a lot of fucking in, inherent racism. And I'm not gonna lie, dude. I mean, as a, as a full fledged fucking grown up, dude. I mean, I'd run through them now to, oh, you know, to for certain, yeah. you know, to, to have this be right. So, but I mean, and it's not about that though. I mean, like, like, cause again, you don't, you know you can't pound this shit into people. These people, like the people that are fucking struggling with it, they got to destruct. They have to discover that on their own and they will. I mean, they will, if they care about it, if they don't, otherwise it's just fucking whatever. But you're, you're 
you know, you're running into a wall at that point. Um, last thing, and I want to leave on, I don't want to leave on this, but like, I will say that, um, I've been endorsing, um, a couple of albums recently that have helped me pull through and kind of helped me deescalate. Uh, and you know, we can have a little commentary on this. I, I, I don't mind doing it, but, um, uh, now that we're not spotlighting specifically, uh, you know, individual albums and that kind of thing. This is just straightforward endorsement. We're not playing anything. So, um, I, I want you guys to give fucking blind witness, uh, a little listen. And, uh, uh, specifically they had an album that just turned 10 years old this year. I think it's called nightmare on Providence street. And this is just absolute, thunder metalcore at its fucking peak man it is it is so fucking solid and i gotta holler out to patrick glover because i hadn't heard of them until um i saw he posted about him uh, a couple months ago and i was like all right you know maybe and again while i was uh while i was basically bedridden or or chair ridden and stuff like that i i uh i gave him a listen and by God, a fucking blind witness isn't, isn't an absolute, like they would have definitely made, uh, at least one of their tracks would have made, uh, a, a, a solid episode of heavy metal parking lot. So, yeah, I'll have to check them out. This is the first, I think I'm hearing about them. So, yeah. That is a screenshot right now. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I mean, I follow up on every fucking hint, you know, it's like, yeah. if you, you and I have similar enough taste that it's like there's a lot of overlap. Like, Run the Jewels, not my usual fare, but like you say, Zach De La Roca, I'm like, okay, I'm uh, I'm on board. I downloaded the whole new album to check it out. I'm sure I'll end up liking it. Yeah, and uh, and also, I mean, I've been on I've been on an H, uh, an ABR kick, um, and just I, I've 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 been, I swear to God, I've just been listening to messengers over and over again. Uh, they're just, I, I struggle to find a bad track on August Burns red messengers album. It is just so fucking solid the entire way through. I got into an argument about a year and a half ago around that. It was, it was around Thanksgiving out of all times, uh, felt pretty chippy, I guess. And I, I, I made a I made a comment that I think that August Burns Red might actually be uh, the most solid uh, Pennsylvania based act yeah. that has ever that, that that's that's legit come out of PA. And I heard people like just coming out like, oh, my God, what about Frankie Valley? What about Boys to Men? You know, Brett Michaels is from Mechanicsburg. I don't give a fuck, dude. I mean, uh-huh. like. I'm allowed like, to have an opinion. Yeah, I, this is my opinion. I mean, people are like Breaking Benjamin. I said, okay, well, ABR's got eight albums out, man. Yeah. Breaking Benjamin's got four. Yeah. And and like every single fucking ABR album has got at least four heaters on. And it's just a hard it, it's it's hard to bet against them. They're just you know, they're sort of they're sort of that strong looking horse. Yeah. You know, they, it's hard to bet against at the track. So um yeah, Speaking so. of uh, just last week, I think uh, my fucking one to one odds bet on this horse every time is Gojira. Gojira actually uh, 
put out for 24 hours their Red Rocks live from, I think, 2017 mm-hmm. performance for 24 hours. You could watch it on their YouTube thing in, like, full 1080p and shit. And it's that venue just gorgeous. And that performance, that sound guy needs a fucking raise right now. Um, <laughs> I hope I hope that means there's a Blu-ray forthcoming of it because it's it's gorgeous. I would buy it just to lend it to you so you could see just how gorgeous the venue is and shit and the pyro and the sound. And it's just fucking insane. I need to see that venue before I die. Yeah, I I will give it to you. Red Rocks does turn out some serious fucking quality live fucking product. I I it has I, I mean, I am not a Dave Matthews fan at all, but but that Red Rocks performance turned like oh, turned the out acoustics are ridiculous yeah. for everybody in there. It's just perfect, you know. Yeah, I mean, even like I mean, the Incubus, the Chili Peppers, they all have sounded better coming out of Red Rocks. Yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, the DMB's version of Dancing Nancy's is definitely probably top three of the DMB songs like of all time for me. And yeah. the other the other two are um, off of Before These Crowded Streets, and they're super fucking dark. I only listen to them around Halloween because one's called Halloween, and the other one's called Don't Drink the Water. So. Um, Bonfires burning bright, pumpkin faces <laughs> in the night. I remember Halloween. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, spot on. The Misfits. That's that's yeah. the song they're doing. The Misfits, right? Uh, oh, uh, well, um, yeah. Their 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 version of it. Yeah. Uh, that would uh, be on the violin. Dude, that would be fucking hilarious if that's actually what it was. I d- yeah. I have no idea. For all I know, you're being serious. But like, if I pick it up and it's Dave going. Bonfires burning bright, pumpkin faces in the night. I'm gonna be freaked the fuck out. You know, uh, you know it's spooky. Uh, you know who? Uh, you know who was covering uh, the the medic tent uh, for for Dave's uh, performance at Red Rocks? No, who? Vader. Uh, Big Van Vader. Big Van Vader. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no. Not, are you serious? No, come on, dude. Are you no, fucking serious? No, I'm not serious. <laughs> that was a triple fake, bitch. <laughs> that was a deep fake. That was all. That almost went French fake on there too. That was head fake. Oh. Head fake. He's on fire. He's on fire. He's heating up from downtown. NBA oh. Jam. Get on our level. Ninety-five tournament edition. Sean Kemp and Detlef Schrempf, best fucking team ever. <laughs> Don't argue. Don't argue. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, rewatching. <laughs> I'm rewatching Parks and Rec, and Detlef Schrempf is uh, on retainer at Tom Haverford's uh, stupid company that fails. Entertainment 720, I think it's called. Anyhow, yeah. Detlef is there just drilling at home constantly. I th- <laughs> Since we're talking about Parks and Rec, I got to talk about like um, like like COVID haircuts and that kind of thing. Oh, and I, I I think Nick Offerman has the second craziest <laughs> like like uh, COVID hair just behind uh, DJ Khaled. 
DJ College, straight up, if you haven't seen him, go to his Instagram. This motherfucker, we need to get him a tweed jacket with some leather fucking elbow pads. I'm telling you, he needs to be tenured. He looks tenured at Columbia, dude. And I and and up until I rewatched The Sopranos I, for the second time, I was gonna I say thought, I thought this was a Ralph Cifaretto joke, but I wasn't sure. It's, no, it's not, dude. I thought I thought Columbia was uh, was a university in Maryland, and um, my second guess was South Carolina, but it turns out there's one in New York too. Um, I got another buddy that told me that there was a University of Columbia in Chicago too. Um, I didn't need that information. Uh, it was it was all wrong. Meadow went to the one in New York. Um, I mean that's that tracks, I guess. It does. It has to. Uh, I've watched too much uh, too much of uh, Michael Imperioli. And by the way, have you, I, I'm sure you've heard this, but uh, Michael Imperioli has got a fucking Sopranos podcast with uh, 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 fucking oh my god, um, Fiorio. No, it's with uh fuck. I, oh, that would be a banger podcast. I, I would listen I, to the shit out of it if it was. Yeah, like I, I, yeah, it would have been. I, I would, I would have guessed uh, with uh, like if he would have did with Polly too. But no, it's uh, um, oh shit, uh, Janice's husband uh, that she marries. Uh, Richie April. No, this. No, wait, no, 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 none of, no, none of the Aprils. Fuck, man. Uh, uh, Ralph Cifaretto. Uh, no, yes. Yes, Ralph Cifaretto. No, You're it's talking not Joey Pants. Oh my God, I thought you were no, talking about Joey, Pants, and Joey Pants. I'm like, what the fuck? No, it's not Joey Pants. It's um, oh, I'm I'm dropping his fucking name right now. I, um, Johnny I've, Sack. It, no, it's not Johnny Sack. It's got it. It should be. It should be Johnny Sack though. Um, I'm going on IMDb right now to, to look this up though. Johnny Here. Sack's a crazy uh, fucking maggot guy though. Is he really? Yeah, he is. That's. Unfortunate and disappointing. Yeah, well, I mean, I, 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 I do feel like. Um, by the way, I, they took a fifty-pound mole off Ginny Sex ass. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying, fucking forget about it. <laughs> oh my god, he was so pissed about that. Why couldn't he just have a fucking? I mean, the bitch was eating. She was eating in the basement. Let's be honest. Bitch was eating. The bitch was eating. The bitch was eating in the basement. Why can't we just talk about the bitch, bitch, the bitch eating? She was most certainly eating. Yeah. No, fucking Steve Shrippa. Uh, Bobby Bacalao. Oh. Uh, yeah, oh, so I thought that'd be good. It would be good because they never didn't. They didn't have a lot of, like, interaction. Like, so they could have, you know... You could have got a lot of junior from from Bacalao, and then you could have had like. Isn't it fucking crazy that Don Chinese is still alive and Gandolfini's dead? It really is, man. But I mean, if you look at, I I, I keep thinking because the reason I keep going back and rewatching it is it just strikes me just how fucking skinny uh, Gandolfini is in the in the pilot where he oh, yeah. actually has to get out and. <laughs> and yeah. He, he ends up fucking. He fucks that dude's leg up. Uh, he, ends, yeah. he ends up with, with Chrissy's car, and and then he ends up kicking him in the fucking bone. Like I love that shit. I mean, dude, I'm I think Bacala was the worst thing that happened in the whole show. I wow. really do. That's a fucking hot take. He was probably the most innocent one of them, and he got fucking got. Like that was just terrible. Fuck. Fuck you, uh, 
Phil Leotardo. No, you no, can, no. You that's can eat where, my ass. That's where I'm at. Yeah, Phil Leotardo fucked the entire show up because, hey, like, okay. like he did. He just came in and he just like, like, he just went all fucking casino. Like he's he like, was, nah, 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 nah. We're gonna do this now. You have to see this though. Like you got to go to IMDb. I, I, this I, we're running super long on this, but like this is this is fantastic. If you go to Vincent Pastore, mm-hmm. um, uh, <laughs> to his IMDb, he it's it's under there. It, it's under Salvatore Big Pussy, Bon Penisaro Pussy, Bon Penisaro Pussy. Nice. That's literally what it says. Well. That I sounds mean, it's like a QED moment if I've ever heard. One. <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about driving it home? I mean, you know, and, oh, and 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 I and what I'm what I'm not seeing on here is oh wait I do see there is a little pussy on here. There was a little pussy on here. It was only in frost. Yep, and that's yeah. That is man. That's a that's, that's a deep cannon now. That's a deep cut. That's a super deep cut. I love it though. Um, you know, I, but yeah, Vincent Pastore. When you think Vincent Pastore from one going, of these one forward, of these days, I'm gonna meet those assholes and be like, man, we've been dropping hints for the last year and shit. And they'll be like, yeah, right, and go and listen to some random episode. And it's like Amber Frost. It's like, who's what the fuck? These <laughs> stupid assholes were watching and paying attention to us. Oh. Uh, Man, you know, it's funny because I haven't said anything like predictive this episode and like I I didn't want to force it. I wanted to just kind of I wanted the to be Cubbies just, take the World Series this year. You hear it here first. I wanted to be so organic and that kind of thing. But uh, I, I, I do think that I, I this is my last take here um, because a lot of the sports that's going to be firing back up and that kind of thing. They're talking about adding in um crowd noise and you know as as part of the game because there's not going to actually be any legit fans That's so awesome. in in lieu of uh in lieu of like micing up the fan uh the uh uh the, the players so they don't automatically you know dominate the whole situation mm-hmm. um they're going to have to have some sort of like functional ambient noise and yeah. i just wonder are they going to have to include some racist ambient noise somewhere in there? Oh like with, yep. I mean, they don't they have to because otherwise you're not creating a a functional demographic yeah, of sports not, at this point. Not, it's not a good litmus <laughs> test, otherwise. <laughs> Dude, that shit is so orange. It's acidic, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like if you're not, dude. It's if it's That's not. Shit. That shit is basic. It is so <laughs> fucking. It's next level basic. Yo, it is it. like orange blue, like Bucknell. I just don't understand. We're going <laughs> Ivy League that's, basic. On this. That's definitely the dorkiest joke we've ever told. <laughs> Fuck me. Oh man, yeah. I'm minoring in Latin. I'm minoring in Latin, like the <laughs> the fucking sororities. Ha ha ha. Oh, boys and girls, this has been a lot of fun returning to the riff and returning to the stories and returning to the fucking dark that is Darwin's Family Crest. We've had a lot of fun here tonight, and I hope you guys have had fun listening yeah. to our... Please, uh, please tell your friends. We would please. love to make this our job. And yeah. Currently, 
you need to tell some more people because we're still working our shit job, which mm. we have to edit the name out of before we are done tonight. Mm. Yeah, yeah, don't don't deep dive our little grinder mistake there. That's unfortunate. Reverse that one for secret info, bitch. <laughs> right. Uh, you're just gonna have to ignore the. Uh, yeah. Every once in a while, you find a, a a real child's tooth and a and a bowl of grape nuts. You're just gonna have to kick that aside and uh, just ignore that you saw it, because uh, otherwise you don't get a balanced breakfast. Um, Jesus Christ, bro. <laughs> it, <laughs> uh, it's been a lot of fun, though. And uh, again, I I miss saying don't suffer stupidity. But... Uh, yeah, well, don't suffer stupidity is a very good QED moment right now. So, Quality Rot Demonstratum, we will see you next week, motherfuckers. <laughs> Later. Later.